before service is over because I don't want to mess with that dude. What are the three M's? The first one is no bad food. No bad food. Unless it gets given to me as a gift, then I understand it's God's will. I just be given 60 or 70 or 80 chocolates. What are those things called? Rocher chocolates. That means I have to delay the start 60 days out. So what I've discovered already is that this is a transition. That I start, stumble, start again. There's just no sudden death in giving up this, this thing. It's a progressive thing. I have to teach my body the new way because it don't like the new way. It wants to do what it used to do. See, many of us want to keep doing what we used to do because we're comfortable with that until the genes don't fit. Then you're not comfortable anymore. Then you have to make... What's the second N? The second N that I've written down there is this. No negative thoughts. No negative thoughts. Okay? That'll stop you from progressing in every area of your life. You have to take authority over that. Don't let them dominate you. Go, I recognize you, you stinking thinking. Get out. I'm not going to listen to you anymore. And then the last one that I've got down there, N, is new level spiritually. New level spiritually. How many, how many have arrived spiritually to where they want to be? Okay, so nobody. I thought not. I don't think. Yeah, yeah. So uh, a new level spiritually. For me, for me, the new level spiritually that I want to do is I want to spend more time in intimacy. That's, a, that's the area that I want to go in. I'm already studying enough of the Word, but I need that. I want to push into that intimacy with the Lord. I want to, I want to know Him in, in, a greater, in a greater way. Amen? Now, you know, I've always had a hunger for the things of God, for more of God. From the moment I was saved, uh, there was something in me that was never satisfied. There was a thirst to see more of God's goodness, His glory, the manifestation of His power. I don't know what it is. It was just something that was, you know, in me. I remember one day, I was probably just about two years in the Lord. I was driving along. I think I'd just come from church. I was alone. And I was praying about that very thing. God, I want more of you. I want more of you. I want to see your power. I want to see your glory manifested. And I just kept praying. I was praying in the Spirit, talking to God. And I'm crying and weeping. Eventually, I have to pull over. The presence of God filled my car so much. I'm crying so hard. I can't see danger. Pull over. You know, do your crying on the side. Cry, baby. Get out off the road. Don't endanger somebody else. But, you know, it's been 52 years. And it hasn't left. I'm still as hungry as I was 52 years ago. I still believe there's more of God that I can experience. There's more of the glory of God that I can have. There's more I want to press into have. Are you with me? Okay, amen. So I, I declare to you in Jesus' name that we will see and I will see the goodness of God in the land of the living. Amen. All right, I want you to all stand with me just for a minute, please. I want you to stand. And those who are watching us uh, through the live stream, please join in and stand with us as well. I want us to take just a minute and surrender ourselves humbly to God and ask Him for direction and for wisdom. We, we're going to pray about our future. That's what, that's what we're going to do. And we're going to pray in the Spirit about our future because this is the gift Jesus gave us 
in order to pray about our future. Now, if you haven't been baptized by Jesus with the Holy Spirit, then just please pray in your own language. But don't run out because, oh, you think those people are crazy. We're not crazy. We're crazy in love with Jesus. That's what we are. And, I, and just for those of you, you know, who have been looking for a spiritful church or a church filled with the Spirit, these are the church right in front of you that are filled with the Spirit. And so when we do pray in the Spirit, please join us boldly, unashamedly, join us when you lift your hands and you worship God. and you, Because we're going to worship our Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior, the King of Kings. Amen? That's what we're going to do. We're going to worship Him, and we're going to take a moment or two just to pray. Now, if you haven't prayed in the Spirit for a while, why don't you make this a New Year's resolution? And go, you know, God, I'm going to do this on a more regular basis. Okay? And so as we're all praying, it's going to encourage you to do this. So just for one minute, all I'm going to ask you to do is to pray in the Spirit, to let's seek God's plans and His presence but boldly, unashamedly in the Holy Ghost. And if you can't pray in the Holy Ghost, pray in your known language. All right? Let's lift our hands and let's begin. In Jesus' name. Just one minute, come on, just one minute. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Manifestations. Manifestations of God's purposes and plans is God's word for you in 2023. Manifestations of dreams and desires that you've been waiting for. Manifestations of answers to prayers and petitions. Your faith will rise. Hear me. Your faith is going to rise and you will see the unseen. And you will know the unknown. You understand there is a new anointing that's going to be released into your life. And the new anointing is going to come because of a deeper level of trust. Which you have developed by standing through the trials of life on God's word. God's goodness and God's glory. Will manifest by grace. And you will know breakthrough. The time is short. And manifestations cannot be delayed any longer. The plans and the purposes of God must be accomplished in this hour. And He will use you if you'll cooperate with Him. 
Hallelujah. Give God praise. Come on. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Say, I'm ready, Lord. Say, I'm ready. Amen. Turn and tell somebody I'm ready and go ahead and be seated. What is going to happen in 2023? What is going to happen in 2023? Number one, I'm going to give you four things that are going to happen. Number one, what's going to happen to you? What is going to happen to you? By God and by circumstances. Shulela e promonda, she said, are heteromons, are it shurikeyets, and dot shalare behetsi promo aka, and then dubre etsekiko, and doribere shekeki karada. Be aware, difficult times are on the horizon. The devil, your adversary, has pulled off the gloves. And he has intensified his maneuvers to resist the expansion of the kingdom of God on earth. He's using every available means to create fear in you and to bring you into bondage. As a roaring lion, he has attacked morality. He is seducing the world and bringing them into sexual bondage. Ultimately, the damnation of their souls. Satan has attacked God's definition of family, Adam and Eve. and I would sexual perversion and confusion. His agenda is to deny God as the creator. And have man think in his own mind that he is God. So he can decide his gender. Thus rejecting the creator who is blessed forevermore. He is using, Satan is using the political and legal system. To introduce laws that protect and promote his purposes. He's using social media platforms to influence the youth because they are most vulnerable. This was prophesied in the ancient manuscripts that it would occur at the end of the age. And Satan is attempting to silence your voice because he is afraid of you. And afraid of the anointing that's upon you. Because you are the ones that will stand in his way to taking over the world via his man, the Antichrist. However, hear the word of the Lord. Do not be afraid. And know that your trials will not overcome you. Because greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world. Know that God has given you world overcoming faith. And if God before you, who can be against you? God will move in 2023 on your behalf like you have never seen before 
in the midst of the trials and the tribulations, He will calm the storm. He will come walking on the water. He's going to climb into your boat. He's going to be the one to rescue you when the world goes wild and the enemy creates the storms. Know this, that your God is for you and with you and will make the way plain for you. Psalm 37, verse 4. Delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in Him, and He will do this. Trust in Him. When the waves get big, when the wind blows, when it's against you, when little mounds in the road become speed bumps, when things become so difficult that you don't know where to go, trust Him in the midst of your trials. Because my God will meet all of your needs according to His riches in glory by Christ Jesus. He's going to meet them, whatever needs you're facing. You see, as we've heard from Prophet Esther, and we have seen already manifested in the year 2022 in this, in this church already. Divine resources have already been released, which will not only meet your needs, but also your desires. As the scriptures read, I've just read them, God will meet the desires of your heart and He will meet every need that you have. What is going to happen in 2023 to you? Number two. What is going to happen in you? By the Holy Spirit. You see, what happens in you is more important than what happens to you. You might want to write that down. What happens in you is more important than what happens to you. 2 Peter 3.18 tells us, Grow in the grace and the knowledge of the Lord, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Grow in the grace. Grow in the knowledge. As Pastor Andrew said in his testimony, we're not supposed to get saved and just stay there on, on base one. No, we're supposed to grow in the grace. We're supposed to increase in maturity as we go down this life journey. You see, growing in grace... And the knowledge of God happens when we do three things. We have to do three things. Number one, number one, we have to read the Bible. Number two, we actually have to apply what we read. And then number three, we have to have daily intimacy with the Holy Spirit. Daily intimacy. It's more than prayer. I'm going to tell you right now, it's more than prayer. You see, you can pray... By just giving a confession to God or taking a minute or two and praying for this or that and this and that. But that's not intimacy. Intimacy is when you receive something back from God. When you humble yourself to a point where you say, God, I'm here, speak to me. I'm not here to be blessed of you. I'm here to fellowship with you. All I want is Jesus. I don't want your blessings Right now, in this time of intimacy, all I want is you, Jesus. Are you with me? Understand that. When you go asking for stuff, it's not intimacy. You see, maturity 
in Christ is not a destination. It's a journey. Nobody will ever reach maturity. Why don't you say that with me? Maturity in Christ is not a destination. It's a lifelong journey. As harvest time draws near, the Holy Spirit will pour, be poured out in a greater measure than has ever been seen in the earth. The reason is to ripen the fruit, to bring it to a place of maturity so it can be harvested. So be prepared for God to be doing things in you, taking you places you've never been before in the spirit realm. You see, tomorrow you'll be more mature, God willing, than you are today. So you're going to experience something different in your life tomorrow than you did yesterday. 23 cannot be the same as 22. There has to be a change. Yes? So what is going to happen? I say by the Spirit of the Lord that there is going to be a laying down. There is going to be a, a laying down of old ways and a taking up of new ways so that the life God has prepared and planned for you, you will be able to walk in. But you can't walk in the new until you release the old. Until you recognize those old ways are not benefiting me. And so, Lord, I'm looking for the new. The caterpillar has no idea of the life of the butterfly that he's to become. The caterpillar is happy to hang under the leaf and to chew the leaf and to be in the shadow and don't worry about the sun. He's a happy old fat guy, just like I'm just sitting here eating. That's, that's all there is to it. My whole life is about eating. I can relate. But the caterpillar ultimately has to surrender that life in all humility he has to die to that life to become the caterpillar. But never in his wildest imaginations could he ever, ever think of flying. Woo! 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 So it's going to be a crash landing? Woo! Give me back my leaf. Leave me alone. Where's that parachute Andrew had? <laughs> Understand something, people? We have to lay down the caterpillar life. It's going to take humility on your part, surrendering to God. Right now, you're creating a new home for you to live in. Because when you come out of that new home, you will be the butterfly God wants you to be. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. What is God going to do in you? Philippians 2, verse 13. For God is working in you, 
God is working in you, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases Him. Can you say, God is working in me? This scripture says God is working in you. And look what He's working in you to do. Giving you the desire. You can't even say you don't have the desire to come to church. The desire to pray. The desire for intimacy. The desire to read the Word. You can't say that unless you're calling God a liar. Because this Bible says God is giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases Him. If you're not doing what pleases Him, look no further than the mirror. It means you are resisting God. 23, we will surrender. We will humble ourselves to the plans and the purposes of God. And we will recognize the work of the Holy Spirit in us. Even if it's a tiny nudge, if it's a little move towards the plans and purposes of God, you'll go, God, I know that's you. That's you. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it, but I'm going to take control of that negative thought. I'm going to take control of that negative thought, and I'm going to win. W-I-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N. Win. Everybody say win. Going to win in Jesus' name. See, you have received the anointing. It's an anointing so that you may know all things. And this anointing will teach you how to mature in Christ. It will teach you how to receive the plans and the purposes of God in your life. Number one, what's going to happen in 2023 to you? What's going to happen in you? Number three, what's going to happen through you? What is going to happen through you as you cooperate with the Holy Spirit? Ephesians 2 verse 10. For we are His workmanship, having been created in Christ Jesus for good works, that God prepared beforehand so we may do them. God has prepared them beforehand. Hear me carefully. Listen carefully. God had to work in you before He could work through you. The more you allow God to work in you, the greater will be the works through you. If you're not seeing the works through you, please examine yourself, your walk with God, and ask, are you permitting God to work in you? Nobody is going to force you. Nobody in this church is going to force you. No pastor is going to ride your back, compelling you to do it. If you choose not to do it, sila. So be it. Amen. Because hear me, church, the pastors and I cannot care more about your spiritual journey than you do. I will, Cindy. (laughs) Hallelujah. Everybody say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on now, Jesus' name. What's the time? What's the time? 
That's not what I'm asking. You see, what I'm asking is what Drea got up and said when she opened the service. She didn't know, but the same spirit dwells in her that dwells in me. We're not talking about the time on your watch. You might as well take, it, take your watch away, pull out your calendar, because, you know, we're going to be here for a while. Amen. Amen. What's the time? The time is at hand for the manifestations of the works of God to be done in you and through you for those healings to take place, for the ministry of the Spirit to happen. Today is the day. Don't look for anything else. Look for this moment. Stop pushing it to the forward, to, to the, to the you know, future. It's here. It's with us today, right here. You know what? What is going to happen through you? What's going to happen through you? Understand something. You are not the source of God's power. You are the conduit. Maybe you want to write that down and say that with me. Say that with me. I am not the source of God's power. I am the conduit. You know what that means? It means it flows through you. It flows through you. It flows through you. Amen? Doesn't come from you. It flows through you. And you need to remember that. And every single time you get in a situation, you have to remember you're not the source of the power. Oh, God, I, know, I don't know if I can pray for this person. Shut up and pray. Okay? If you need to, pray one hand on the person and one hand to heaven. Because it's coming through you. And you better watch out because you may be the one falling, not the one you're praying for. It's a new day. It's a new day. A flow of God's Spirit is happening in our life. Ephesians 3.20 says, Now to him who's able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think according to the power at work within us. See, that power is at work within us. The Holy Spirit is that power at work in us. Remember, Jesus never did a single miracle on earth until the Holy Spirit came upon him after his baptism. That's when he received the power to do the works of miracles that he did. And Acts 10.38 said that God anointed Jesus who went about doing good and healing all because he was with him. It's that anointing that comes upon you to do the work of God. Jesus said this, you shall receive what? Power, when? The Holy Spirit comes upon you. So listen carefully to me. He did not say, what he did not say is, you will receive tongues. He did not say, you will receive tongues when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. He said, you will receive power. Now, only three people got that because all the Pentecostals in the room go, what are you saying? Listen up. Listen carefully to me. You might learn something right now. Tongues are an outward manifestation that you have received power. Where's that mic? I want to drop it. You shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Is that what he said? Yes, he said you shall receive power. So how do I know I've received the Holy Spirit? 
Because I have the power. Because I have the power. The power what? The power flowing through me. Yeah, to heal the sick, to live this life, to witness, to testify, to come to church, to praise and to worship and to tell other people about Jesus. The power is the Holy Spirit that you receive. So what is praying in tongues? Well, I'm glad you asked. Praying in tongues is the generator. It builds the power before you release it. You have the power, but you have to generate the power. You have to generate it. You have to stir up the gift that's in you. You have to stir. God doesn't come down. Hear me now. Some people think he comes down, grabs your whole tongue, sends an angel, grab your tongue, wind it up, and out comes Yamaha Suzuki Honda. So I speak Japanese. Toyota. Hyundai. Hyundai, everybody, Hyundai. No, no. You cooperate with Him. And when I want to, I begin to pray in the Spirit. And I begin to enter in. And I begin to pray in the Spirit. Aren't you embarrassed to talk in tongues? Of the gift Jesus gave me? I'm embarrassed of the gift Jesus gave me? Can you imagine if I gave you a brand new Lexus and you wouldn't come to church in it because you're embarrassed of the gift the pastor gave you? No. Why would I be embarrassed? After all, Jesus thought it was the most important thing for me to have when he was left this earth. Yeah, don't you go nowhere, boy. You stay in Jerusalem till you got that power. You hear me, boy? You stay right there in Africa. You don't go nowhere. Till you get the power. Till you get the power. Oh, you know, it breaks my heart when other body people of the body of Christ would criticize us and tell us, oh, no, that gift's not for today. It's gone. That's of the devil. I feel so sad. People talk about let's have unity in the church. Then stop talking about each other. Stop talking about each other. And if you're really hungry for God, why don't you ask the question, is that genuine? Is that real? Does God really want me to have that? Why don't you be open enough to ask? Just be willing, God, do you really want me to have it? Is there something here that I'm missing? Expect divine appointments this year for ministry and expect supernatural results. When you minister to somebody, when you pray for somebody, expect supernatural results. All right, I've gone over my time. It wasn't my fault. It was Andrew. Um, and it was that fifth song that we did that was so unexpected. Good song. So... With your permission, no, don't have your permission? Okay, thank you, thank you. We're going to vote for the 12th time for your permission. Only those who know.
Number four. I have 17 points. Number four. What is going to happen in 23? What's going to happen in 23? By you. By you. As you, as you apply yourself. James 1.22 says, But be doers of the word, not hearers only, deceiving yourself. It is time for us to be doers of the word. Amen? Amen. We've got to do the word. This is, this is what's going to happen. We've got to be doing the word right now. So I'm going to challenge you. I'm going to ask you. Will you make a concerted effort to line up with God's plans and purposes for your life? Will you stop resisting God and start accommodating what He wants to say? Start working with Him. Amen? So what, what do I want you to do? Or what, do you, what should you do? It's not really about me. It's about you. What to do? Number one, press into God. And this should press into God. Number two, contend, contend for times of intimacy. Listen, we're all busy. We're all busy. Nobody here is just hanging around. We're busy. Everybody is busy. And you live in California, you're extra busy. Except for the thousands and millions on the freeway. Because nobody works. They're all on the freeway. Gosh, people, I've got to get somewhere and all these no workers are in my way. Contend for times of intimacy. Make it a priority. God, I'm going to spend time with you. Number three, desire to hear his voice. You know, Hayne and Anya were down here for Christmas. It was wonderful seeing them and seeing Bella Vera again. And uh, it was just so awesome having my little grain baby go like this to me. On the last day as she was leaving for the car to go. <laughs> Took two weeks to get that far with her. Anyway, I gave him this word of wisdom as he was leaving. I said, son, there's nothing more important than hearing the voice of God. Hear me, church. It doesn't matter what you do, how long you do it, whatever else you going. You have got to learn to hear the voice of God. You've got to hear that spirit God, God talking to you. Your life depends upon it. Everything you do depends upon being instructed by God. And number four, will you diligently follow his instructions? Just those four things. That's what you need to do. Amen? Amen. So remember this. Today will never be today again. You might want to think about that one. Tomorrow's gone. I mean, yesterday's gone. Tomorrow's coming. But today will end in approximately 12 hours. And then today will be gone. This day that you have, right here, right now, will never be again. Let's everybody stand to the feet as I conclude. I want, to hear, I want you to hear what the Lord is saying to you. Listen carefully with your spirit, man. Yesterday is gone. But you have today in your hands to make life that glorifies God and brings peace and fulfillment to you. 
If you don't step over the line and embrace the new that God has for you in 23, you will repeat 22, 21, 20, and going backwards. You will continue to repeat. And you will have again what you've always had. You will have more of the same. And if you think, I can do this, then it's not God. Because if you can do it on your own, you don't need God. God is going to take you to a place where you have to trust Him. Not your intellect, not your resources, not your ability. You have to trust Him. Because that trust is what's going to produce the supernatural results in 23 that God has purposed and planned for you in Jesus' name. Father God, I've delivered what you gave me. I thank you, Holy Spirit. Those who have ears to hear, those who have hearts to embrace, whose minds are open to hear what you're saying, will take this word. It will generate new life. It will generate butterflies and the ripening of the fruit as the harvest approaches. And we will be counted worthy of the Lord as we grow in the grace and the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, we thank you for what you're going to do for us, what you're going to do in us, what you're going to do through us, and what you're going to do by us. 2023, we prophesy and decree and declare, will be our greatest year ever. More healings, more move of your spirit, greater accelerated growth in every area of our lives, and including the promised church. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I have the prayer team come up, the ministry team come up, please. Folks, I want to ask you something. <clears throat> if you've never received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, this would be a good time as we begin the new year to say, you know, God, I need to give you my life. Just like Pastor Andrew did over 40 years ago. He was the only one who walked down that day on that outreach. He was the only one. And here we have 40 years later, serving God with all of his heart. You can be an Andrew today if you have the courage, if you have the strength of will, if you've been through the battle and you've been shot at, you might say, you know what, I need to find out if there's a really a God and I need to come back to God. I don't care if you're in the band. I don't care if you're a first-time visitor. I don't care how old you are or how young you are. Today is the only day that you can account for and know for sure. Today is the moment, right here, right now. Right here, right now. Make that decision to give your life to Jesus. If you're a believer and have not received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, you have not received that gift from, from Jesus. Don't wait a minute.
Don't wait a minute. Align yourself with God's purposes and plans for you. And come and receive that gift from Jesus today. If that's you, any one of those, would you come out of your seat, come down to my prayer team. We want to minister to you. We want to minister Jesus to you. We want to minister the gift of the Holy Spirit. Are you bold enough? Are you bold enough? Can you make that move? Can you make that decision? Can you step out? Now, Pastor Henry, I'm just a little embarrassed. I'm new to the church. I'm a little embarrassed. Well, friend, let me just tell you this. Jesus hung on the cross naked for you. There was no cloth on him that the painter put there. He was naked. They passed lots. They cast lots for his clothing. He was naked. He was exposed for you so you can be clothed in his righteousness. He was beaten to death so you can have his life. He took your sin so you could have his life. And have heaven. God, we thank you for making a way for us to become your children. For giving us heaven. For welcoming us into heaven and making us part of the inheritance through Jesus. Jesus, we'll never know how to thank you with all of our being. We're so grateful. We're so grateful. Jesus, we're so grateful for what you did for us. Thank you for the Holy Spirit that you've given us that's revealing to us who you are and what we have in God. Oh, God, thank you. Thank you for those that are thirsting and hungry for righteousness. Thank you, Lord. If you want to come, come now because we're going to pray for the sick now. We're going to pray for the sick. If you need prayer, come down now. God's going to heal you. The presence of God is here to heal you. Okay. I want to thank you for coming, and especially if you were a visitor today. I know you got more than you bargained for. I know you weren't expecting this. You thought you were just going to go to a lovely little church in a strip mall somewhere called The Promise, where people would just be kind and just talk nicely to you. You didn't expect them to be talking funny languages and all crazy, crazy stuff there. And but thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. We appreciate it. We appreciate it. I want to tell you, we love Jesus. We love Jesus above everything else. And we want to see you go to heaven. We want to see you have the fullness of God in your life. We don't want you to miss out on what God is for you. I'm going to dismiss you. Have a wonderful week. We'll see you next Sunday. This is going to be an awesome month. We have Pastor Cindy preaching next week. We have Prophet Esther coming. And then the last week of the month, I'm going to talk about impartation. I'm going to talk about impartation. And how it happens. And how you can have that impartation. Amen.
Well, we love you. God bless you. Have a most powerful, successful week. In Jesus' name. Amen.